Ladies and gentlemen, how do? Hello and welcome to Mondo Street Social Club, a new podcast aimed at bringing creative minds together. Mondo Street is about sharing the creative process, discussing the highs and lows, and talking about how we cope when the creative genie eludes us. Pull up your comfy chair, put on your best headphones, and enjoy the next hour. Hello and welcome to this episode of Mondo Street Social Club. Tonight I'm joined by Scott from Slazarus. Uh, Slazarus are a two-piece from Brighton. I think it's fair to say more towards the uh, the heavy rock end, Scott? Yes, I think that's fair to say. Yeah, good, good, good. So, Scott, we'll, we'll kick off with um, why Slazarus? Okay, why the name? I know why, but not, <laughs> not everyone else does. Um, and talk to me about how you, you got this this very powerful two-piece together? Uh, well, so Slazarus. So um, my my name is, uh, well, my family's original surname is Lazarus, okay. um, which uh, actually originates from the uh, Ukraine. So my great, 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 great grandfather, <laughs> yeah. his name was uh, Wolf Lazarus. Wow. Um, uh, and uh, emigrated over to England in the 1890s, okay. um, which were, obviously was part of the, uh, I don't know what it was, in the Russian Federation, mm. um, but he was, he was, he was uh, Ukrainian. Uh, he came over. Uh, the family continued to use the, the name Lazarus up until, uh, up until the 1950s, so my dad was born with the name Lazarus. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had it changed in the 1950s, um, mainly because he at school he was having kind of issues because it's it's a it's a, a Jewish surname, sure, sure. Um, and and he was having quite a bit of aggra- aggravation. Mm. Um, so they decided to change the uh, surname to a to an an English surname, which is Lester, yeah. um, um, spelled L-E-S-T-E-R. And the reason they changed it to Leicester was because it was where my grandparents met <laughs> in the town of Leicester, but they yeah. didn't use the spelling. <laughs> um, uh, and um, musically speaking, I've been kind of wanting to reclaim uh, the name, yeah. really, reclaim the surname. Um, so I've kind of performed as a as a yeah as a solo artist. Mm-hmm. Um, uh under the name scott lazarus and and um when we were talking about you know me and a drum playing together we said well you know you got s for scott uh, lazarus so it's you know s lazarus or slazarus and 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 that's how it's kind of stuck from there really fantastic i've got i've got to say your great 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 grandfather has got the most rock and roll name of all it's amazing it's amazing i just imagine him some really big burly guy with a big beard (laughs) and an an axe yeah ready to cut down a tree somewhere um it probably wasn't like that at all but uh, which is (laughs) which rather funny though that um his son he named his son henry 
which is about mm-hmm. as which is about as normal as you can. It really isn't. It? It's it's kind of like he, he would be the the accountant for the band while your grandfather will be up front. Exactly. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> so you, you performed solo, uh, and then you brought a, a drummer along. Um, how long have you been performing for now? So uh, with well, our first gig was April last year, so mm-hmm. not 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 very long. Um, we we uh, we we met in in uh, in about February uh, last year. Okay. Um, I was playing uh, solo. Um, uh, 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 the uh, drummer Barney. Um, he he was playing drums um, in another two piece. Okay. Um and I was like, oh wow, he's a, he's a really good drummer, mm. really good drummer, and um and uh, I can't remember what happened exactly. I I think I followed them on 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 Instagram, um, and I followed him, and then I saw that he was looking to 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 play in a a couple more bat you know more bands. Yeah. Um, and I messaged him, and he was like, oh yeah, I remember you. I really like your stuff. Let's get together in a in a rehearsal and see what happens and um you know sh- you know it was one of those straight away yeah. um we we just we just clicked um as as players um we're both uh, our, both our playing styles very joined together we're both very rhythmic players yeah. Yeah. um and he's and he's a yeah he's a fantastic fantastic drummer should be should be drumming for massive bands to be honest yeah. um uh, uh but um yeah we we just we just got on and um it wasn't very long it was probably about eight weeks from the first time playing in a rehearsal room to playing our first Brilliant. gig Brilliant. Um, uh, uh so yeah we probably we probably rehearsed well about seven or eight times and then when went, <laughs> went, went and played and and uh and that's been been part of our I think been been part of our thing actually that that we don't over rehearse. Okay. Uh, like like preparation is good. But I I know my I know my songs well, yeah. and he he's so intuitive and picks things up so quickly that 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 it, it just it just works. So um, it's it uh, and you know the songs um. You know the, the songs fit a structure. I mean, most yeah. of my song, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a prog rock artist. I'm a, <laughs> you know, a, a rock, a rock, uh, a rock, you know, songwriter, yeah. verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, kind of yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, structure. So um, he's got, he's got, he very quickly got a feel for the way that I write and melody. And he, he you know, he, he, he knows when I'm kind of going to go into a chorus of a song. Yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. that feel, so that yeah. was that's how we started, and we're you know it's just not you know fourteen months ago um we've been playing you know two three gigs uh, a month mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and it's been it's kind of been building building up um uh, i've lost over the last couple of months, and our live performances just got better as well um uh, I'm feeling a lot freer as a performer 
even though I'm a bit chained because I've got a guitar with me at all times. Yeah. Uh, I'm, 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 a, I'm a little bit kind of more movable around the stage and, mm. and a bit more interactive than our, than our first few gigs where I was kind of almost kind of standing on the spot for, yeah. for the duration. And, and now I'm kind of feeling, feeling much more kind of comfortable um, with, with playing live. Yeah, but Barney in one of the videos has got a very snappy teddy boy jacket on. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, he looks. He loves it. He looks at home wearing that. He really does. And um, in, the, in our last gig, we, we played uh, last week. He he wore my he wore my girlfriend's pink leather jacket for the first two songs. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> <laughs> so so, where did your journey with music start then? Oh wow, jeez. Um, well, I, I'd say if, if that that kind of phrase, you know, music was born. I was born into music with music flowing through me. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, from a, such a small age, all I remember is music being played in in my house yeah. uh, my, with my parents. Not not uh, as the not that my parents were musical okay. in in terms of instruments, but music was always on co- constantly there. Um, the radio and, and vinyl being played. The sixties mod generation so i grew up with um the beatles the rolling stones the who um who are my kind of maybe my personal favorites (laughs) of the of the era um uh, alongside alongside motown um that i love and and the folk music scene as well uh, which i've always drawn inspiration particularly lyrically um uh, uh, from the likes of Simon Garfunkel and mm-hmm. Bob Dylan and James Taylor, John Denver, all the sixties, seventies so- singer-songwriters. So mm-hmm. it's, and then obviously I developed my own musical taste um, as I as I became a, a teenager and kind of interwove that with kind of American rock music, alt rock music, and mm-hmm. and so I've got this this kind of this blending of of styles um and and obviously lyrically as well um a lot of my songs are are about things or about the world as it as rather than necessarily kind of personal songs i do have some personal songs about you know relationships and those Mm. kind of things but it's not really not really the basis of of the mu- of the music most of the songs are usually more observational yeah. um about about my surroundings okay because one of the one of the taglines on your facebook page is music about the human condition and, mm-hmm. and i think that one of the things that comes across when you look at your lyrics and when you listen to you performing them that there is a real emphasis on lyrics you know the the, the music seems to be taking care of itself as it's rolling along in the background and you, and it's almost as if you've you've concentrated on lyrics just that little bit more than the next person yeah it's it's always been it's always been that thing that i've always cared about um really deeply and and the the the, the first the first um artists that really really struck me in terms of lyrics and it's very different from the style that we play, but 
um Simon Garfunkel, Paul Simon. Um, I remember, you know, being kind of 14 years old and hearing the sound of silence, um, which is, you know, what one of the most amazing lyrics ever written and and just the kind of depth of depth of lyrics and and how and how kind of how I connected to that yeah. at that age, you know, feeling uh, quite isolated and and lonely and 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 so music became about the lyrics and and a way of kind of expressing you know my own feelings and observations mm. and so and so it's always been it's always been the driving kind of focus for me um with 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 uh with the music yeah i i'm very very similar to you you know there's a, there's a lot of bands out there that write some really quite powerful lyrics uh, the very talented musicians as well, but it's it's when you actually sit down and listen. You know, it, many moons ago in our younger years, we used to have gatefold albums and we could look at the lyrics. Now you can't; it's all electronic. But if if you do sit down and read lyrics of really really good artists, that they do tend to transcend. They they go that one step further. Is exactly, and I, I've never been. I've never been a a genre person. So I've always been attracted to music that that speaks to me, okay. and 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 it's obviously lyric. You know, lyric ly, lyrics have always been that thing that would most likely hook me mm. first. First of all, which I know is maybe a little bit more unusual. If you talk to you know nine out of ten people you know, about music, they're like, "Oh, it's got a nice you know the thing that attracts them to a song is you know the rhythm or mm. the st- you know that it's a style of music." And I've never never been particularly that way that 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 led in led in that way. It's always been, "Oh, okay, then you know that sounds really interesting that that lyric or that's unusual or that's a really." Yeah, interesting observation yeah. or that's you know really made me feel a certain way mm. and so and so that's what's really that's always what's really um uh 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 grabbed me and i think that's reflected in the music that i like it's so diverse yeah. that, that that it transcends a a you know a genre yeah is there a lyric that pops into your head now that you wish you'd written by somebody else uh i there's there's too there's too many <laughs> <laughs> there's too many i definitely wish i'd written the sound of silence yeah. um yeah. because it because it is it's such a, a a genius and to think that paul simon wrote that song when he was 21 years old it's crazy isn't it it's absolutely it's, bonkers. it's just it's just it's just in, in it's just in in in, in insane um yeah. yeah but that's definitely probably top top of Top top of the top of the list of songs yeah. the, okay. we should. Okay. Uh, so so when you're when you're writing your songs, um, is Barney involved in the songwriting, or do you do the majority, just the main songwriter? Yeah. So so I I write the write the write the songs the me- melody. Um, uh, what's 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 really good about the our kind of like playing relationship is. The most of the time, uh, yeah, as a songwriter, you, I, you know, I have in my head what I think a you know song should you know sound like. Yeah. Even though I usually write, 
on on acoustic guitar. I don't write okay. an electric guitar. Yeah. Um, but I play pretty much all electric when we, when we play live. But I write an acoustic guitar mainly because for me, again, you you if you're playing around with lyrics and and mm-hmm. oh, I always feel if you if you can write a song well on an acoustic guitar, yeah, and and it sounds good on an acoustic guitar, then you you don't have too many problems when you then. <laughs> Uh, amp, 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 amp it up yeah. and the same way you can sometimes you can sometimes hear a song out there that's that sounds like yeah oh this is a good rocking song but mm. if you heard an acoustic version you'd be like <laughs> what what is this <laughs> yeah <laughs> what, what is this it's, it's, it's not it's not as good it's not, definitely not as good as i thought thought the song was but yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's it's a different it's a, it's a different it's a different kind of you know uh just a different inter interaction so um so yes i usually Start uh, unsurprisingly with the lyrics. So mm-hmm. uh, uh, again, the the, the 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 lyrics will 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 guide the feel and direction of the song. Okay. Um, that's the way that I've always that that's the way that I've always been because I don't know for, for and, and you know different songwriters work in different ways, but but if I write a set of lyrics. I'm all. I already kind of have in my head, even though I may not know the melody. I will already have a feel yeah. for what for for the, the the feeling that the song is gonna is gonna be like. Mm-hmm. Whether it's gonna be a little bit, you know, uh, uh, maybe slightly darker tone. Whether it's gonna be more acoustic bass or electric. It, it the, the the feel will already already kind of be there in my in my in my head from from what i've written yeah so that pretty much guides the process okay that's uh yeah because because i've seen artists who are writing and they've written the music first and then they use gobbledygook to to form the structure before the yeah. lyrics are in place but you're doing it the in the other way yeah. around yeah and it's uh, yeah. <laughs> i think one of the things that i noticed when watching you your videos and, and listening to this to your, to your sound was just how, and I say this a lot about two pieces, what a big sound you've got. You know, we look at three, four, five People pieces. People say that. Yeah. And a yeah. two-piece, a two for me, sometimes brings a bigger sound. I think it's that mixture of only seeing two people but having that audio experience. I, I saw Royal Blood before they, were set, before they were signed, and that experience has stayed with me to this day. I, I've never known anything like it you know two guys drummer bass noise like wow and, and, and i get that same kind of vibe from yourself so it's uh it's it's nice to see two pieces surviving and yeah, still being appreciated it, yeah and 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 we we get a lot of people come up after gigs and 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 say wow that was so big i can't believe that was just two 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 of you yeah. and i think again it's 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 to do with our I think a big part of it is our our playing styles. So, um, uh, a you know Barney's a really good drummer. He 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 does a lot of a lot of things with the drums, changing rhythms, yeah. um, uh, you know, feels. And and for me as a player, I I I almost play in a style where some people some people say, oh, you know, it almost sounds like two guitars playing. Mm. Um, even though it's just one rhythm, I, and it's because I, I play in a way in which my rhythm changes 
quite a bit throughout a song. So <laughs> the verse or pre-chorus or chorus, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I, like if you compare it to, uh, let's say, you know, an Oasis track. And most Oasis tracks are, are the, it's a very steady same rhythm Definitely. from beginning yeah. to yeah. begin to the end of the song, and that's their style, and that's what they're really known for. Yeah. But when when I when I when I play, you know, the 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 verse, the chorus, the bridge, they could have all different rhythms. Now, mm. you know, they're all the songs are pretty much in four four time, yeah. but but the, they they will be rhythmically different and mm. sometimes more than one playing pattern in, in a, in a, in a section. So yeah. it, and I, and I'd also, also do a lot of, uh, which is very common in, in folk music and something that, that I took a lot of Simon Garfunkel. I do a lot of, uh, what's called hammer-ons yeah, yeah, and yeah. pull-offs. Yeah. Um, and those create like a underneath, melodic melody yeah, yeah. even even with all the distortion yeah. um you start to get like a, a twang that 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 would sometimes be played by another guitarist um yeah. and so you've got the bass of the the he- you know the heavy strings mm. and then you've got the 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 melodicness coming through on 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 all those kind of bits that I'm I'm playing at the same playing at the same time yeah, I, th- I think that's what you're 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 not compensating because there isn't anything missing. But if you did have a bass player or a second guitarist, they would be the people that were changing their 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 root notes or changing their chord yeah. patterns to support you. What you're doing quite miraculously is is being t- two guitarists and a bass player all at once, which is, which is damn impressive. Well done, because it does sound big. You know, do you have anything in your pedal board which is Aimed no, specifically I, at sound, or is it a fairly standard board? Um, I use a, a Zoom G3 box. Yeah. Um, it's three, three, um, three settings and and the pedal. Um, you know, I found my you know setting that I use, and I don't I don't actually change it uh, at all oh, for, for any for any song. So so I, I tend to I tend tend to change tone on my strat so right. obviously with the strat you've kind of got you know four or five tones yeah. and i'll i'll kind of use that more as the tone change yeah. but I, I don't i i don't alter the 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 core sound because i i managed just to get a really good sound mm-hmm. from the pedal and so as soon as that plugs into an amp and sometimes, sometimes I even plug straight into a PA system with yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and again, that sometimes that makes it <laughs> just come alive. You've got this yeah. one guitar that's coming out in the stereo PA <laughs> system. Um, and so it hits you. It, it really kind of hits you. Um, mm. um, so yeah, so I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't kind of mess around too much with, with, with the, with, with the, um, with the pedals okay and that's another another unusual thing because you find that most guitarists have a, a plethora oh, of yeah. pedals and they are forever changing it but what you're doing is you're doing the 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 tone from the instrument yes not, not at the signal point so that, that again is something yeah. quite unique so uh, yeah i i think i think if i had tons of money um i'd probably have <laughs> i'd rather i'd rather i'd rather have 
10 guitars yeah. with 10 different sounds from the guitars yeah. than have 10 pedals trying to trying to do a million different things yeah. and sometimes it's funny you know you go to go to gigs and and you go watch other bands and they you know pull up with this you know pedal board that's <laughs> as tall as me um uh, and sometimes you know sometimes they do amazing you know do some amazing things with them but 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 uh, i don't know i don't i don't know i i think i've never i've never been i i think i've never been that kind of interested in 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 kind of pedals and and all the kind of way out sounds you can get with guitar you know mm-hmm. as, I've, as i've you know probably come across you know i i i want a sound i know the sound and then and then everything else is about the song in yeah, terms of yeah. melody and 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 lyric yeah cool excellent so during your writing process, and this is something I ask everybody, how do you cope when you've got like writer's block? It just isn't coming out. What, what, what's your secret for getting out of that situation? Um, is it's, it's interesting. I think, um, uh, uh, and I, I listen to a lot of, I, I love listening to songwriters speak about writing, writing songs and, and, um, sometimes the 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 songs have come almost as a song mm-hmm. so so what has been written lyrically ends up being 80% of what the actual song will okay. song will be yeah. and then other times it's come about by um you know writing a little bit here writing a little bit there um and then almost kind of amalgamating uh, sometimes two different things that has that have been written that oh yeah actually that goes with that and yeah, amalgamating yeah. that 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 t- together but i've always i've always i've always i've always um felt that the songs that come kind of quickly and 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 they just you know come through you and you just write mm. them down uh, i've always for me i've always one has been the the more powerful songs okay um there's been there's there's been not too not too much kind of wrangling to 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 you know fight fight with it because sometimes you can lose something in that in that yeah. in that kind of battle 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 yeah. battle with a 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 song yeah i had this with a previous guest that i think there was a there's a quote from somebody really famous, and forgive me, I forget who it was, that the the biggest enemy of creativity is perfectionism, something like that, where you, you spend so long trying to finesse that, that final and no word, one cares. That final final chord. And it's killed. No ki- yeah, and it's killed the song. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the only person that realizes that you put an augmented seventh in is you. <laughs> well, this is the thing, and 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 this and this goes for I think a lot of different um, streams, particularly with creativity and and for musicians as well, that that a lot of musicians are perfectionists, mm, yeah. um, and so and so we tend to just agonise over every little thing uh, to the extent in that that you don't actually then do do <laughs> do a lot because you and it's a, the the thing that I find the most. Um, agonizing in that in that way uh, yeah. with perfectionism is around recording okay. um 
that I, I, it's, it's always been painful for me because uh, I will go over and over and over and spend, you know, I, and you can do, I mean, you, you, you could literally spend, uh, spend, you know, infinity going over one song and tweaking, uh, uh, a 10k frequency on that instrument or this, yeah you can drive yourself crazy oh, and in totally. the end and in the end you got to you almost got to think which is sometimes the case no one cares right <laughs> <laughs> no, no 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 one cares it's only you that cares about it and it's only you that notices it most people you know wouldn't notice that that oh by the way that that electric guitar has gone extra to 2 db in the 5k range (laughs) that is that is so true (laughs) it's it's just it's just it's it's just become silly um but but that yeah that it's because you know we're passionate about you know what we do and 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 so we become perfectionists about it but you got you you got you got you you got to you gotta know when to when to kind of walk uh, walk away, and and I think that definitely with recording, that's always been something that I've really yeah. struggled with. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing I noticed. So I went to your website, scottlazarus.com. Okay, mm-hmm. Scott with two T's for all those people that are going to go there now. Um, and you've very kindly put up quite a lot of uh, live material and your studio tracks. But none of them are on streaming websites. So your Spotify's, no. your Apple. Tell me the story why. Ah, why? So, so, <laughs> um, maybe one of the last uh, uh, diminishing, diminishing few that the 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 that the dislike streaming platforms. Okay. I mean. I, I don't I don't have a streaming subscription uh, mm-hmm. of it, of any sort my mm-hmm. my, my myself. Um, I think I've always been to I think I've always been very aware of of how the music industry has changed mm-hmm. um, over the course of the last twenty years. And whilst you can't whilst you can't um, you, know, you can't turn back time with any, any of this stuff, it is yeah. it is what it is. The same the same that when you had cd you know cd piracy went crazy in yeah. the early 2000s you know um you, you can't turn it back but but um uh, there's a part of me that's just been wanting to well wanting to hold on to hold on to that and mm-hmm. and there's no doubt that that, that probably you know at sometime in the next year that i will have we will yeah. have stuff on yeah. on on those on those on those um uh platforms but but i mean aside from aside aside from um it, it being there as as a as you know, people add music to their playlists, and so then it you know it becomes almost background music because yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's not it's not necessarily kind of being listened to yeah. in in a in a in a traditional sense. And I've and I've always I, I I do struggle with with that that change that has happened in 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 the way that just music is treated and approached uh, yeah. as a as a you know basically a disposable mm. commodity that has pre- pretty much zero value um anymore in terms of recorded music yeah, yeah, um yeah. uh and and it is more of a promotional tool now mm-hmm. than it is anything else and yeah. and 
you know even you know big bands nowadays you know they you know they don't make any money from streaming or recording albums or anything they yeah, they yeah. they use it as a promotional tool for 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 touring and selling right. merchandise yeah, yeah, i mean yeah. that's 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 what it, what what it's what it's become yeah. so i think there's inevitability that that we'll end up doing it for that reason yeah. but um I mean, the first thing I'd like to do, maybe more, is is to to upload a lot of live videos to YouTube. Yeah, because and yeah. and and have a lot like a live YouTube yeah. channel with all the live footage. We've kind of got a lot of live footage to get. I film everything that we yeah. do, yeah. Um, and it's and it's nice because you get different sounds and different mm. settings and yeah. uh, and. Uh, and uh you know different interactions so mm-hmm. um uh yes and and then and then you know we we've we've um just as as us two together we 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 did some recording um sessions together towards the end of last year which uh which um i haven't really done that much on the the okay. the, the um the uh the material on the on the on the website is is a uh, stuff that i i've recorded um right. okay. over the last uh couple of years and and it's it's a lot more kind of going on in the material than than a t- kind of two piece so we've kind of been working on you know uh trying to record to 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 give a a a, a sound that is um uh replicated if somebody was to come and see us yeah. Yeah, yeah, um yeah. which which a lot of the stuff on the website at the moment some of it you know some of it it, it, it is more um as it would be as a two piece but a lot of it's got you know kind of layers of things going 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 on so we wanted to record um our live sound as yeah. it were yeah. but it's always very hard to it's always hard it, it's 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 harder to replicate a two-piece live sound on recording yes than it is actually live itself and that's and that's the that's my my difficulty in in a recording it it, it, you you feel the emptiness a little bit more than when it's live and it's in your face so 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 given the uh the, the the love of all things retro at the moment you know with everyone going back to vinyl and cassette tapes you might actually be you know cutting edge with keeping your stuff on your own website people <laughs> might start start reverting to that um, scott scott we're coming I to wish, the end of yeah. we're coming to the end of our time now uh, this episode's going out on next monday so have you got any gigs that are coming up that you'd like to promote so um we've got a few uh gigs coming up we've got um uh, a live show at uh the good mixer um okay. uh in in london mm-hmm. um that's on the uh uh the 6th of uh august okay um on the 17th of august we're playing the fiddler's elbow in london nice. um uh and then on the uh 21st of august um monday 21st of august we're playing at the temple in eastbourne fantastic so that's what we've got lined up okay so everybody that can't make it to any of those live gigs you can go to scott lazarus that's scott with two t's dot com and there's a lot of uh 
songs on there that you can sample, have a listen to, and then try and find uh, another uh, Slazarus gig. On Instagram, they are Slazarus Band. Uh, give them a follow. There's a heck of a following. Well done. Um, and there's a lot of uh, video footage on there. Not so, bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Um, yes, as in, in, in Instagram is where we uh, where we post uh, most of all and have most interaction and yeah. that gets updated um, most regularly. So it's it's the best place to to keep track of yeah. of us and what's yeah, going and, on. and there is a lot on there. So uh, all I've got to say now, Scott, is thank you very, very much for being on the show. Um, whenever you've got anything that you want to promote, give me a shout. Come back on. Come thank you for us having all, all about it. Love the sound. Thank love, you. Love the, the fact that you're a two-piece. And thank you for being so interested. It's been a great interview. Thank you very much. Thank you, Phil. Thank you. Thank you for listening to uh, this episode. Thank you to our guest. As always, please like, share and subscribe. Feel free to uh, hit us up on any of the socials. Uh, on our website is www.mondostreet.co.uk. Looking forward to seeing you again on our next episode. Bye.